Holy shit, dude. It's getting worse out there. Yeah, man. It's hard out there for a podcast. Is there any shelter from this storm of crappy forms? That's no storm. That's a hurricane. Hurricane Maxwell. And the only way to shelter yourself from the gale force winds is in the falcon's nest. On the forums at badboardy.com. Badboardy.com? Holy fuck, how did we get there? For the love of all that's fucking holy, how do we get there? Don't panic, man. Chill. All you gotta do is go to badboardy.com and sign up for the forums. And if you use the coupon code ABOG for Always Bet on Geek, you'll get a 50% off of a yearly subscription. That's a whole year. There's a lot of cool shit going on in forums. A year subscription is only $20. Half off if you use the coupon code ABOG. $10 ain't shit for all the stuff you get on the forums. There are monthly giveaways, exclusives, plus all that bad boardy archive shows. It's kinda hard to turn down. Holy fucking shit on a stick. Sounds like a plan to be racist. Let's do this. And don't forget, when you do, tell them always bet on geek sent ya. Always bet on geek. Since you're sitting right here. Well, the first one was a pain in the ass because I had never played with Audacity before. Am I supposed to introduce myself? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Marshall. Squishy Nas Inc. on Twitter. And the other ones, what is it called? Uh, Instagram and probably Facebook. And Am I not Squishy Nas on Facebook? I'm something else, huh? Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. Special edition, I guess, because we're in the same room together. And he's actually sitting to my right this time. I actually am. Howdy, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, a.k.a. the Graveyard Shade, a.k.a. the Graveyard Game Master. Game Master. Names, man. Hey, man. Branding. Brand- why Why did you brand yourself the Graveyard Anything? I mean, I know why the name came up, but why did you brand yourself that way? See, it's not self-branded. I was actually named that by somebody else. I just took the name and ran with it. Like all nicknames, somebody else You said that you me. made it up. I never said that. Yeah, you did. No. If, if you go back, you hear the first podcast, and y'all called me the Graveyard Shade. We were in that graveyard walking through, and that, and that came from Shanty. That's where it came from. Okay. Well, I'll re-listen to the podcast, but I'm pretty sure you didn't say that in the podcast. Yeah, man. Because I was like, it doesn't, hey, count. It it doesn't count if you give it to Shady. yourself. If you're still hearing this, if you're still playing the podcast, educate this man on Twitter for me, please. Let him know what's up. It came from you, by the way. Please. Please educate me. But yes, we are actually here in the same room. This like, not, not since podcast number one. And 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, man, cool. Open your drink, man. I'm good. It's open. It's ready. But that's this podcast number one. Have we actually been in the same room doing the podcast? Normally, I'm in Jackson. He's in Olive Branch. And, but it taught us because it actually taught us how to do a podcast when we're not in the same city. And I think it's made us better. But it's nice being able to see his face so I know when to talk, when not to talk, and when to laugh. Like right now, look at his face. <laughs> Got red. <laughs> the blood was rising. That's all? Yeah, that's it, man. Okay. We, cool. No dragon blood comments. I'm so impressed with you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep down your nicknames. There's MS. There's racist. I know you called me sexist. You've called me some other <laughs> shit too. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. I kept a boy. I'm a cat. <laughs> Fat and happy. Well, we actually have no dose this time. We're just bullshitting because I'm about to have to hop back on the road to head back to Jackson. But no, man. You said you were gonna come in here and watch Netflix and watch episode one of Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh shit! Red alert! It's the Klingons. Hello. That really the phone Hello, call. sweetheart. How are you? It's the lovely Stephanie on the phone. Me and Pat are recording an episode of Always Been on Geek. It's okay. Say hello. What? I want to talk to the fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steph. Not much. Hey, you know what we can do tonight? Jessica Jones just came out. Uh, just came out tonight, today. Well, that'd be nice. All right, baby. Love you too. Bye. But that is a good point. Like part of the reason why I have to leave is because I promised my sister that I will go with her to the opening of the Hunger Games: Mocking Jay Part Two because we've seen everyone. Oh, would open a day or close to it together in the theaters. She's a huge fan of the Hunger Games. Like she was into it. It was just novels, so it's it's been fun. But after that, I have to get. I missed Arrow coming up here. I have to I have to watch that. I missed Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. So I have to catch up on that. And then after all those, I will be up all night <laughs> binge watching Marvel's Jessica Jones on Netflix. I can't wait. I love that comic. It was just a comic called Alias by Bendis. Oh, what's the artist's name? Ah, ah, I hate doing that. I gotta find out. Okay, I'm looking up. Marsh, keep talking. You have a phone. I have a phone. <laughs> I can do it on there. <laughs> it's okay. Now the loud computer starts. Oh, God. Pat's so, fuck where on your list, Pat, is podcast. You got all the stuff to catch up on. What's up with the podcast, man? You only listen to your own podcast now? Maybe. But really... <laughs> I can't blame you there. <laughs> but really, whenever I'm driving home on long drives like this, I podcast, or if, I, or if I'm at the jail, I don't tend to hear podcasts when I'm at the house. Yeah, I don't either. That's my problem right now. But like, if I'm ever at the jail, I'm hearing podcasts. If I'm on a long drive, like, that's what I heard when I was coming up here is... Batman on Batman, the entire ride. Funny the shit. entire ride? The entire ride. Did you listen to two episodes? 
No, it was one. It was it was a two hour episode. So the first hour, I could still hear the radio from Jackson. Oh, gotcha. The two or three were that metal, that bad. Fucking lighter. Oh, it's okay. Would you like to partake with me since you're not gaming? I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Partake what? Uh. <laughs> well, this is what happens when we have no players. <laughs> We're just talking. <laughs> no, see, it's okay because this stuff can get edited out. All the nonsense. Don't you remember me sitting here on the first episode for like 20, 30 seconds at a time just staring? Oh my God. That's out and shit? No, but that's true. Um, we've, um, we've come a long way. In only four episodes, I would have to admit. And you were like, yes, we're together again at last. After all this stuff ever since episode one, we're only on episode five. Right now in the process. True, but... Maybe. I don't know where this is going to lie. Because, you know, we last night we tried to... Was it last night or night before? Night before, we tried to sit down and watch two episodes of the show. Oh, right, right. Okay, right. So we had this experiment where... It was kind of my idea. Kind of, it was a dual idea. It was your idea. I just didn't think it was a bad idea. No, my idea was to do a reaction video on YouTube because I love those. But you know, we couldn't get that set up, and stuff we couldn't didn't get everybody want to be signed, on camera. Up, signed off. Right. Is what it was. And so then Mark said, "Well, how about we do it as a podcast? It's like we'll pull the episode up on the computer, and then we'll podcast <laughs> while we watch it." And I called it Always Been on Commentary, and we did two episodes of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I mean, I had never seen them, so it was still good for me, but the only problem is it ended up being, we were watching the episode because we were smoking, and, oh, <coughs> I was smoking, so I wasn't saying anything, I wasn't making it, there was no commentary except for during the commercials. And then that happened for so long, I think, that Pat started, he turned the volume up a little bit. And since the speakers were right next to the microphone, it ended up being to where, even when we did comment, you could barely make out anybody was talking. So, it was just the episode. And then <laughs> it was pretty much the entire episode <laughs> in audio form. Right. Let's go with... Commercial, and he turns it down, and then we start talking about stuff, and then it comes back on, and he turns it back up. I didn't realize it was that bad. I don't know if the first episode we recorded is like that. Oh no, I think it's a wash. <laughs> I think it may be a wash. I hated to record for two hours of nothing. Well, I mean, you still saw two episodes of the Shield. Yeah, no, but. I'm still going to go through and try to edit that, so we'll see how that works out. But then we, last night, Pat ran the Marvel game that he's been running for us for since 1997, 8, something like that. And I got to play my our character, and the idea that I had was, because we talk a lot of bullshit at a character as well as... They talk, we talk a lot of... That sound was Marshall getting a text message, so... Oh, sorry, It's yeah. not the wild hunt, <laughs> so someone getting a text <laughs> message. The, te- the ringtone is called Sherwood, like Sherwood Forest, you know, I got Robin Hood and his merry little motherfuckers and stuff. Her cousin Alex is there fixing to do a C-section and take the baby. Awesome. Okay. Yay, babies. Love the babies. Okay, sorry. So we recorded. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The artist 
own alias within this as the writer was Michael Gatos, G-A-Y-D-O-S. So I may be saying it wrong, but I hate to leave out the artist whenever I do that. So it was one of my favorite comics, and I'm really glad that it became a TV show. If I want to hear a very good one, so I really can't wait to watch that. So as our next podcast is going to be all about <laughs> from my well, if, if I watch it too, I'm sure. So tell me a little bit about it. What's the comic about? Okay, um, it's interesting. So it was part of Marvel's Max line. That was the line of comics that were for mature readers that Marvel put out. Oh, so there's sex and drugs and stuff in it. Sex, drugs, cussing. Oh, cussing in the comic. That's cool. The whole nine yards. But it was the two most well-known from that imprint, in my opinion, was um, that one and The Punisher by Garth Ennis. And Mature Punisher is hardcore. Let <laughs> you tell you something. Garth Ennis pulled no punches with that. But anyway, Alias. So she is a burnt out superhero. She tried to be a superhero and something horrible happened and she gave it up. And now to make ends meet, and to afford to live, she's a private investigator. That's cool. So, that's her gig, and... Sounds like me, in the Marvel game. Burnt out, man. No, you still go on adventures. She is burnt out. She is only a PI. No more costume stuff. No more wild adventures. Just trying to survive day-to-day with really horrible post-traumatic stress from her ordeal and what happened to her, and... It's her life and misadventures. It is really, really good. So, like, she... The way he did it, Bendis, is her story kind of is always in the background of Marvel. So, all the cases that kind of fall through the cracks kind of end up on her desk. Okay. And it's it's interesting how he kind of interweaves her story within the larger Marvel U. Anyway, odds are most people will watch the show... But I just got an email at Comicology. I think the Marvel app is offering a deal on the comic books for like, I don't know the exact amount, but if you... Why are you pimping Comicsology, man? Why not? Not digital, man. Tell them to go find it on eBay or something. Read your comics however you can read them. If it's on your iPad, Kindle, some kind of tablet for Android, whatever. You know, I pinned that on our Twitter page. That's the first thing that anybody ever sees. I don't co-sign that. I told him that when he pinned it. I don't co-sign that. Much love to stand the man Lee, but I don't co-sign that. Read your comics however you want to read them. I don't care how you do it. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to probably try to remove that after I sign back on It's mine. not that big a deal, man. No, man. It's true. It's not true at all. <laughs> you have more hard copies than you do digital copies, right? I used to shoot film before I got a digital camera. Life moves on, man. That's sad, Pat. Read your comics, man. Have you choose to. So, last night, we were trying to, or it was my idea to record us role-playing. And and I've listened, and Pat's heard other podcasts try to do role-playing games, and it really doesn't sound that good. In fact, the only role-playing podcast... I really enjoy that. I think they actually nailed it. It's called Campaign. 
and it's a Star Wars podcast where they used to do Star Wars system by Fantasy Flight Games. And that is a really good role player podcast. But yeah, like sound effects and all that stuff too. I've never no role because I've heard two. I've heard the people that just won't go overly descriptive, and then I've heard the ones with the the sound effects and, and the sound effects are a little overdone. Campaign, in my opinion, has cracked the code because like a I think they're improv actors, so so they kind of bring some of their active background uh-huh. to it. And they can do voices. We're improv actors. And the woman who's the DL is a good DL. Anyway, that's really the only one that I like. Campaign, that's Star Wars podcast. I don't think we're that good. I didn't say that we were good. I just said we're improv actors. That's what doing the LARPs and shit is all about. We are not improv actors. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Hate spirits. Uh, yeah, I'm not breaking. My spirits aren't broke. You just broke the bullshit. <laughs> That's the only problem with pod not talking to people that know you pretty well. <laughs> but anyway, so in this game, I'm the DM, well the GO, because it's not. And the GM D&D. means game master. He runs the game. Um, the PCs for this session was Marshall playing his character Greg Cool. Um, our friend Karen played her character Claire St. Judd and Stephanie played her character Angelica Benton who's a member of the Nova Corps. Karen and Marshall are X-Men and they're both mutants and they have to go long story short some of the other X-Men are lost throughout time and space and they're trying to save them and they had to save Iceman last night and he's trapped in Yodaheim with the Frost Giants. So they have to go to Asgard, you're the hive. Anyway, I have a, it was a fun game. It was game. an awesome epic game. We did the impossible. We snuck. We did awesome stuff. We took out giants. We snuck into things. It all came down to one last roll. And it, you'll just have to listen to it, I guess. Maybe, if ever. See yeah, that's why I was day. wondering, that's why I was wondering if, uh, if I would give the spoiler or not. Well, but I, I'm going to try to make it work. So. Oh, you know what? He'll try to make it work, but if it does not work, next podcast or so or whatever, we can tell you how the game actually ended if you want to actually if, give two fucks about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard people, I'm, I'm really, I really dig role playing and I'm really into it. But when I hear other other friends tell me about their characters and their games and stuff, at first it's like, yeah, cool, well, that's awesome. But then when they keep on, it's like, I don't play that game, man. <laughs> See, <laughs> I get it, but. I'm of two minds because when I hear other people describe their games, it gives me ideas about how to run my game. It's like, that's oh, true. that's interesting. Like, that's I, should, true. I should try that. Or like, that's a good idea. Maybe I can twist it and see if I can use it in my game. So I, I love hearing about other people's games. I, I dig it. All right. So. <laughs> oh, man. But. If anybody is interested, the game system I used to run and that we play it is the Marvel Heroic System that was published by Margaret Rice. Why did they Why did they cancel it? No one has ever given a definite answer, but if you kind of read between the lines, I think what it boiled down to was... It was a Marvel license thing that wasn't Disney? Well, no. Well, that may be it, but I think what happened was... They have to pay Marvel to use the characters for the license. And no, I think they couldn't afford it. I think Marvel asked for more money when it was time to 
redo the contract and they said we can't go that high and Marvel said well then we're out I don't know that's my own personal theory there has never been a hard answer as to why it got pulled has Disney ever produced a role playing game before I don't know all I know is the Marvel heroic system is one of the best comic book roleplay systems I have ever read or played in and I have run and played in a lot of comic book systems I, from yeah, heroes. I was, I was skeptical at first, but yeah. it's turned me around. I really dig the system. So yeah, so I think it's a shame that Marvel and them couldn't come to an agreement no matter what happened because it is I would have loved to have gotten well, there's still a lot of fans out there that think the same way, and there's lots of sites that you can go Lots of fans. In fact, my favorite my favorite fan site for Marvel Heroic Roleplay is plotpoints.com. I think that's it. Because uh, it's bookmarked, so I don't really have to know it well, in my your, head anymore. Grab your eye thing over there. Your pad. Yeah. Grab your pad, man. It's coming up. But that's cool, because I didn't know where you got all this cool information. That's really awesome. I still probably won't go and look at it, but... Well, that and my best reservoir of knowledge of, of all things Marvel. <laughs> I think helps too. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm going to try and find their Addy. You want Yeah, because uh, I know a whole lot about Marvel, but the thing Okay, is, sorry. The address is marvelplotpoints.wordpress.com. That is my personal favorite Marvel heroic role-playing fan site. They still put out new material on a custom basis pretty much and I think the guys there really have their heads around the system anyway I love it and there's one more that I go to too that I would try to find while Marsh tries to fill dead air the cool thing about that is you know I have a lot of Marvel knowledge but I never really just read a lot of comics I studied those character sheets and I know histories of the characters, all the obscure characters. I know who they are. I never saw them in comics, though. So a lot of them. That's why I surprise you every once in a while because I know. Well, early on. That's true. Yeah. You've, you've kind of got me over the years now that you've. It's been a long time and you kept reading and I stopped reading. So. And the other one, I, sorry. I handicapped myself on that. And the other site I go to for good info is Marvel Heroic RP. Dot Wicca dot com Marvel Heroic RP dot W I K I A dot com. So those two yeah. fan sites pretty much have almost everything I need. There are a few more that I find as I'm doing research, but those two anyway whoever runs those two sites, thanks for keeping the info coming because Really, there are loyal players that are still out there. Yeah, because really, that game died too soon. It's a tragedy. So, there you go. Too soon. Well, it'll never die. As far as unless they just you know what that's true. Like a good game system. We played the TSR version for like really like two systems came out and we were still playing that. Yeah, like I started this game playing the what. Many believe to be the classic Marvel system for role play and the TSR system, the two DTS system with the chart. We started in '97, and I read that system until at least early. What? So we've only been on this system for a couple of years. Yeah, like maybe two years. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, and the fan site 
that I got all the info for the classic TSR system was classicmarvelforever.com, I believe. So that's uh, that was like a three and a half hour role playing game that we recorded, <clears throat> and I'm hoping to it. I'm hoping at least half of it, because I want to cut out all the out of character bullshit and have us just talk speak at, in character. But there's a lot of lines, blurred lines, because we're kind of, you know, we bullshit. We've been friends for so long, and yeah, we've been for so long that we kind of go between out of character, in character, and a pretty efficient clip. <laughs> so yeah, some some of it's pretty funny. I don't know if I'm gonna try to put it out as is with minor editing, or if I'm gonna try to keep it like a story and make it seem like a comic book. I think that's going to be impossible, man. We, I mean, I might try to just do both. Have a podcast with just our out-of-character bullshit, and then have a podcast with just the in-character bullshit. It would be like companion podcasts. But that's just an idea, and I have no idea if that would even work. Well, since we're talking about role-playing, when was the first time you ever role-played, man? It was Sister, who ran the game for you, all that good stuff. My buddy Jesse Poole. We were in the fifth grade. I was in the comics, and he got me into D&D, uh, second edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I have, no, excuse me. I have no idea how old I was in the fifth grade at this point. Too many years, lots of memories. Ten. Ten? Because you start first at six, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten. My mom put me back in third grade. So maybe 11. 11. And it wasn't long after that I started collecting comics. So for role player to comics, is that how it went? Yeah. And I got Jesse into comics. And then it wasn't long because his family did the flea markets a lot. And they were pretty, they weren't, you know, rich by any means. But they were well off compared to us living in the trailer park. I mean, we were we were the slums. We were the, uh, I mean, we were, we were nice, awesome family, good people. But, you know, trailer park. I don't want to say trash. I hate even saying it, so I won't say it. The truth hurts, man. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even say anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But he can, he had the TSR system, and he like, I don't know. I don't know where he found all this shit, but he bought all of them, all the character books, all the everything. He f- found them all and bought them all. It was like this, like a two a foot thick stack, all that shit. You know, but they were still making them, so he he bought the '92 reversion when they put out a couple more books. You know, I'm wondering, like, I wonder how many people got into Marvel comics from that role playing game first. Probably not a lot. Huh. Maybe the other way around. I mean, because I mean, role playing's been around for a long time. That's true. So I mean, there could have been some fanatics that just like superhero role playing. Hey, let's play the Marvel system. Marvel's a, a comic, right? That just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I don't see it happening that way. So pretty much your first time was AD&D. My f- yeah, but we didn't do that too long before Marvel came. And then we played some D&D, but it was always Marvel. Okay. Cause and then it took a couple characters to get the hang of it because I kept dying. And then uh, I finally figured out that you have a character that has like some type of body armor or physical resistance to where... Bullets and knives can't kill you. And... <laughs> you should tell that story, man. That story <laughs> tripped me out the first time he said how his first two characters died in the Marvel system. Okay, this is really silly. I mean, and it made me laugh. You can, it's stupid. 
you know, we're kids, but Jesse, he was always intellectual. He was the brains and I was the brawn is what it basically was. But yeah, I don't know. He, anyway, the first, <laughs> my first character, I don't remember the name of him, Shadow something. I was a ninja. I was, had two swords and I, I could like jump really far and I was really fast and I had super control over these swords. I could like apparently not block bullets. <laughs> So, you know, I'm doing the Batman thing, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, and I hear, you know, the classic damsel in distress. I look over the alleyway. Uh, there's a couple of thugs, general thugs, whatever. I don't know what they're doing. They're robbing her. Maybe they're trying to rape her or something. So I do this big elaborate flip off the top of the building and land all pretty, and I tell them to unhand her, and they turn around and they shoot me dead. <laughs> oh, the I'm like, okay, I'm super fast. Okay, you dodged uh, two bullets. You got shot with 12. Something, something, it was something really crazy. I, I mean, so okay. That, that character was dead, dead in the first game. Because trying to imagine this from the perspective of living in that universe. Here's this woman being attacked. Here's this obvious superhero jumping down from the buildings. Get between her. And then he shot dead in front of your eyes. It trips me out. It made me laugh. It still makes me laugh. This is an honest laugh. <laughs> Go ahead. In the second character, I'm like, okay, fuck that. I, I know how I got it. I got it figured out. I'll be faster. I'll be fucking faster. There will not be a fucking bullet that I can't dodge. And okay, cool. Made almost the exact same character, except for this time I had lightning speed. I was kind of like the Flash, but not quite as, you know, nearly as. I wasn't even Quicksilver fast, but. Okay, I'm super, super fucking fast, though. I'm like a rank, one rank. Like, Quicksilver was at Shift-X, which is really super, super fast. And I was right under that at Unearthly. So, super, super quick. All the same stuff, swords, all the, everything. Ninja. Um, I made it one game to where I beat up some, some thugs. I got some information. I was on the same storyline. It was basically the exact same game, except for this time, I actually dodged the bullets and... <laughs> Faster, better. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the second, I led, led us to the second game, and it's a module that you buy, which is an already set game that you just open, read, and put the player through. The government building was being attacked. There was hostages. I learned about it through the thugs that I beat. It was a whole thing. I got there. I beat up some dudes real super fast, real quick, real quiet, ninja, you know. Took out a lobby full of dudes. There was like four dudes with guns. I took them out quietly. No gunshots were gone off. It was perfect. It was awesome. Went to the elevator. Ding. Okay. Walked into the elevator. Preparing myself. Getting ready. The elevator's going up. I'm going to the 15th floor, 13th floor, something like that. It was a teen. It was a long time ago. Okay. Preparing myself. Getting myself ready. Getting myself ready. The doors open. Bing. There's like 12 guys with machine guns. <laughs> I dodged none of it. So, my next character died <laughs> on the second game. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. these stories are very funny at all. Pat always likes these stories. Every time I've heard the story a million times, it always makes me laugh because... I'm trying to picture it from as a as a GM. I'm like, what was Jesse thinking when he was like, "All right," he said, "You can dodge some bullets, but you can't dodge <laughs> these motherfuckers." That's automatic fire in an enclosed area, and the doors burst open. Oh man, 
Anyway, so I guess I asked you what your first time was because I started late role playing. Like almost all of my friends who role played started in either elementary school or high school. My first role playing game was college. My first year of college. That's actually how I met Ryan. But um, Mm -hmm. it was my RA ran a game, Rebel Tech. He ran a Rebel Tech game. And I still have mad love for that system because of that. I've never actually played, well, I've never played Robotech. I've played Battletech, but I never really played the Battletech role-playing game. I just, we just got the mechs. We set a point point value. Like Warhammer? I've never done Warhammer, so I don't know. And we would just pick, like you would say, uh, you have 200 tons to pick from. And you could pick... You know, a couple of little ones. I remember the Gosshawk, whatever model it was, was like 85 tons or 65 tons. And you could get a couple of them. And then, or my dumbass, because I'm so lucky with rolls. Everybody hated me. I would pick the biggest giant behemoth. No, actually, that's true. This man really rolls good. And, you know. Last night I didn't roll very good. <laughs> on average, he's a good roller. And, and, if people, and people who roll play like, does he fuzz the rolls? I've seen this man roll with my own eyes. I've watched him roll. Yeah. And like, he is just, on average, it's weird. I ran games for him for so long that I was so used to him rolling good on average so that so I was surprised when he's like, wait, you fail? Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Okay, oh, okay. That's, that's cool, but cool. Hold, let's hold on a let's see what happens. Let me figure it out. Ugh. I lost what I was saying. I don't know. Well, okay, so my first game was Oh, if Rebel there's tech. any game, cyber t- cyberpunk, battletech, anything that there, if you when you roll, if there's a random hit, if there's a head anywhere, I'm gonna shoot you in the head, because I'm the I, I pick the biggest, heaviest, stupid fucking mech that you could encounter, the slowest thing in the world, one one shot, and I'm you know I have to switch to whatever. And it, all the way across the board, you're dodging, dodging, weaving, looking at your heat sinks and all this kind of, bloom. your head's gone. Fuck you, asshole! Man, I used to, dude used to get so pissed at me. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, well, I think what really got me in the role play is like, mm-hmm. unlike most people, I got into it by LARPing. But the tabletop system that really hooked me was by White Wolf, Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Mage the Ascension, Wraith the Oblivion. I read a rape game. Most people never even played that game. Changeling the Dreaming. Yeah, I've never played a Hunter the Reckoning. Like, all the old school World of Darkness, White Wolf stuff, I've almost played in every system. Or I have all of those books. I have Not most all of those the books. vampire books. There's something like 200 core books or books. and I have like 50 or 60 of them, but I mean, come on. I have a <laughs> bookshelf full of only White Wolf role-playing books. Yeah. That was my job back in the 90s. But I didn't do Mage. I, I have Changeling. I Mage, have Mage was Blood. my favorite system <sighs> in the old school World of Darkness. It's Mage. So, it so makes it overpowered, man. It's, it is. No, no. People think that, no. You're not I said, I said that until the Fallen game and the angels and demons and shit started showing up. And, yeah. Who ran that game for you in Mage? The Mage game? It was on the chats. Okay, okay. Because really... What the fuck? Oh. Marcy got a text message, so sorry. What's up? My wife is sending me sex pictures of us. I don't care if people know she's sending me sex pictures. She may. You don't have to say boo. 
I do need to charge this up though. Huh? <laughs> charge, bastard, charge. <laughs> anyway, Mage was my favorite system. <laughs> Disgust. Then Werewolf. I like the Werewolf a bunch. Then Vampire, then Changeling. I'm saying... Vampire and all that includes, including ghouls and mortals and all that kind of stuff. And then werewolf. Interesting. But if there was any way that I could, like, merge the two, I would always do it. Like, my, I would always try to, if I was a vampire, I would always buy a high humanity so that I didn't sense the worm. I didn't stink like an evil vampire. And then I would always go out of my way to pick the lures to where I knew about them enough to where I could actually help them legitimately. And I w- didn't smell like I was evil, so I would always try to work with them. Or I would try to find one of their kinfolk and ghoul him. But since my humanity is so high, I can work with the, the ghoul to where he doesn't sense worm anymore. It's all in the humanity, man. And I learned that as soon as I... Wait, wait, that, so, wait, so, what werewolf... Work anything will let you live after you ghoul one of their kid folk. They didn't know. Wow. Once I got the lures and I figured it out, it was a shadow lord, by the way. <laughs> wow, okay. And the bonars yep. and the ratkin were my buddies. Now, the, the, the ratkin are so chaotic as fuck. What clan were you then? Nos? Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yep. So, ratkin, I can see. That makes sense. Ratkin is actually more far fetched than bonar. Because Ratkin are all about the chaos. So, but the the Ratkin approached me because they saw me talking to the Bonar in the sewer because they're like super small and super stealthy, even for like Nosferatu. He liked the idea of facilitating a werewolf and a vampire being allies, which is chaos. Ah. And he even gave me some... uh, Who read that game for you? It was on one of the chats. Um, Either Immortal Vigilance... So immortalvigilance.net, I think. And then there was another one, sinfulillusions.com or .org or net or something. I don't know. There was a few that I played over the years. There's only a couple that are still up. I did that for a decade, role-playing like that. I got a good one. What was the first game you ever ran? Like the first time you were the GM or the DM or the ST? Marvel. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Weird. Must have been for Jesse. I can't imagine it not being for Jesse. And then I remember whenever I first, whenever I was still sociable and I actually got out and did stuff with people and tried to go out there and, you know, be a person. (laughs) I ran that Marvel game for all, everybody. There was like 10 people in the game. Some people would play it this day and then the next day I'd drive here and it'd be all one world and they would all be doing separate things. Oop. (laughs) Whoa. That that's and, not actually what it was. But it was um if you've ever gotten a text from Marshall, rest assured he was not texted, he was voice texted. So every now and then it just comes out weird. <laughs> oh, right. Well it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna leave that in there. Okay, yeah, so since my screen I had Were a... you nervous the first time you ever tried to run a game? Because I was. No, not really. Because you know what? My first role playing game, what me and Jesse used to do before it was any role-playing games, it was a game that we used to call Dreams. Okay. And we were both into... It was the 80s, I guess, so we were both into horror movies and stuff like that. Horror movies, not horror movies. Um, and we would talk on the phone every night because we were in the fifth grade. 
he was my only friend. And anyway, they let us talk on the phone. Uh, we would go through. Oh, would, kids. People didn't used to have their own personal phone in their pockets. These things called house phones oh, that were this attached was, to walls. <laughs> this was before it was even cordless phones. This was attached to the stupid line. <laughs> and it was a really long cord so that I could bring it to my room. But could y'all. totally twisted all the way up. But could y'all afford call waiting? Yeah, we always had call waiting. Because see, that would determine if you could talk to your little friends <laughs> yeah. all the time or there not. Was, there was a couple times where we didn't have call waiting, but that didn't last long. But, uh. He would run the scenario, and I would be in. My, I would be asleep, and we would. He would put me through a scenario like I'm walking down the street. I'm in my neighborhood, and then something would happen, and it's scary. Okay, whatever. And then you see, Freddie. We'll say, and then since this is the first time, you have to remember how they defeated Freddie in the first movie. So you had to give the scenario and set it up and figure out how to defeat Freddie. Okay. Well, then the next dream would be maybe Friday the Thirteenth, which sucks because I hadn't seen all of them. So I don't know how the fuck they killed Freddy and or Jason in part three or four. Or, it's so, interesting. Yeah, it, it was a role playing game, and he put me through it. And then Chucky, I had to go and watch Chucky to figure out how they took Chucky out. And Pumpkinhead, I didn't even know Pumpkinhead was and stuff. Pumpkin, Pumpkinhead. That's actually really interesting. It was, it was fun. They all came up with that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that I was that clever. It had to have been Jesse's idea. Wait, so, and from that. We came up with D&D, came out with D&D eventually, but we did that game for a long time. And then there was something else that we, we did, because I would pester him to to run the Dreams game, like I'd pester you to run Marvel. Probably worse, because I was a kid. <laughs> Poor Jesse. I used, to, I used to torment Jesse, man. Poor guy. He was awesome, though. He still is. Still is, is yeah. Yeah. One of those friends that live right down the street that I don't go and see very often. <laughs> You're just a whole body, man. It's all, it's all good. See, here's the thing. Marsh likes his house. He's comfortable. His his shit is here. It's arranged like he like he likes it. What are you talking about? This place is bare empty. I had to pack all my geek shit up, man. I thought in, about in general, man. Oh, but it did hurt my heart when I walked in here. It's like the shrine to water is gone. It's torn down, man. Had to pack it up. All the art, all the comics, the side blood note. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. It's all go. All go. It's not all gone. It's packed up, but because they're moving. So, Marsha's currently in the middle of a text. Wait, are you periscoping? I'm attempting to. Ah. And now he stops talking. Ah. I was caught off guard. You were caught off guard, huh? Yep. I can't flip the phone. That's very... Very good. Do I back up? Do I not back up? I don't know, man. Get the one in charge. Get periscoping. Pat, Pat gave you a shout out earlier on the podcast, Shani. So, this is episode five, probably? Yeah. Well, most likely, yeah. So, this is episode five of Always Better Geek, and this is what it looks like when we're in the same room at Marshall's house doing the podcast. We got the blue mic. Yeah, that's the new mic that I bought. It goes into the laptop. That you can't see because it's too bright. And then from there, he'll do the edit on the, the big system, or do you still do the edit on the uh, I do the edit on the, the big system. It's just the, the sound card's all screwed up. So. And then after that, he sends that MP3 to... Yeah, he's been here for a couple of days. I think they're making fun of your pajamas, man, and the Marvel shirt. 
<laughs> yeah, this isn't very exciting. Since we're selling the house, I had to strip the walls. All my geek shit's gone. This could be one weird podcast. A role play of the periscope. It's a role play in the periscope. And now I'm getting dizzy. That should be the title of the podcast. No role play of the periscope. Okay. You're the one who usually comes up with the, the stuff like that anyway. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of extra. I know my geek shit. Pat was just commenting that the Walt, uh, the Flanagan's corner is not there anymore. Hey, call it what it was. Call it what it was. The shrine. It was right there over the bed so you could look up. <laughs> no, I don't sleep in that bed though, man. Come nah, he's, it, man, be truthful. It's all right. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got too real. No, man, don't do it. Huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, I guess more role play talk. That's what he, we've been over this time. He's uncomfortable on Periscope, so I'm going to let y'all go. It caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for it. I'm so, in my PJs. So you are in your PJs. <laughs> this is mine. I, I didn't even think about it. Okay. See y'all later. <laughs> I'm trying to give myself hearts, man. Is that crazy? No, man. You do you. This give me warning when you do use. I can't well, I let you see it. I said live, and you're like, he is periscoping. You didn't say stop, so I just you know. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be funny podcast. That's yeah, awesome. Is, uh, oh, they just said something. We only got like one heart too, by the way. That's our. I didn't want to comment on that. Yeah, it's pretty short. Without watching the actual periscope. There's one heart. There's Shandy Edge. So that's a weird podcast. We periscope on the podcast, and then we watch the periscope and comment on the periscope on the podcast. Inception. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good, man. Uh, I mean, I wanted to see all the people that I didn't. Ah. Uh, Said we had nine viewers. I hope those nine, I hope those nine viewers actually look us up on iTunes with Always Been Old Geek, or go to Stitcher and look up Always Been Old Geek, or find us on Twitter at Always Been Old Geek, or email us at Always Been Old Geek at gmail.com. You forgot the most important place. You're supposed to go to badboardy.com. Why is that, Marsh? It's awesome, man. I mean, the fucking. You get lots of cool shit. If you sign up uh, for, I think they're year subscriptions, months. I don't know if he's gone to the day yet. I don't know if, if it's if it's the, to the day. You sign up, and I think still if you put the promo code ABOG. For always been old geek. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you get a discount. I mean, you do get a discount, but I'm not sure how much of a discount it is anymore. Because I got problems with my brain. Because I've been smoking too much, and that's just the way it is. In fact, if you go to badboardy.com and you subscribe and you get on the Falcon's Nest, the forums, awesome shit. My forum OG Lifer name is too high, coincidentally. <laughs> so just look me up there and we can talk about good times. And also on Badboardy, you get our extended show notes, which means you see 
personal notes from me and Marshall that you won't see on iTunes or Stitcher oh, okay. or any of the West. And this has been a real-life commercial from the crew at Always Been on Geek for Bad Boy also, and Film. you don't get access to all of the archive shows. There's there's a lot of episodes yeah, of Maxwell's House, the, fla- the flagship show. Flagship. Mothership. <laughs> the Eye of the Hurricane. Hurricane Max. There you go. So I think, I don't know, I think he goes like 10 episodes back on iTunes or something, maybe 20. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure of anything. <laughs> the only thing we are sure of <laughs> is that you that should go there. It's fucking, it's very, very awesome people. Very great. You get, uh, there's monthly giveaways. The last month, I think he, the last month was, uh, I knew that the, like the, there were stickers or decals of the Red Devil lesbian women's from the old Lords of Acid cover. Right. That's how I knew him. One month, he uh, gave away some impra- signed Impractical Jokers stuff to a winner. I didn't win it. I really wanted that shit. That, that's awesome, Impractical Jokers. That's some stuff. Anyway, they uh, gave away like a Malkavian shirt one time and stuff. And then there's one for the... the what the fuck is this? <laughs> Marshall accidentally pulled up one of his videos. Uh, it's a Periscope video of Tara Strong with her... With her dogs. Oh, wow. She was doing, like, bubbles or something. Though. Wow. Anyway, <coughs> long story short, there's a, there's go a to Bad member, Boy. Members only podcast that you listen to every month. The last two, though you have options to. You don't have to, but they did the audio for the Four Color Demons Bash. That was fucking awesome. And I listened to every bit of it, but they weren't talking to the mic. They were just having conversations. So, you know, when the conversation moves, you kind of get a different conversation come into the... It's it's really interesting to keep up with. It's really something that you do when you're high. Is all you do. <laughs> now that's a commercial. Okay, wait. There's more to it though, right? Um, besides it being awesome, there's other podcasts. There's the No Tell Hotel Holiday Inn. Oh, the podcast Macabre is a new one. Matt Delivers is still on there, or Matt Robinson Delivers. What about the BS Pod? The BS pod, they're not on bad boarding, okay. but they're just, uh, they're some Australians. They speak the Australian truth. What's up, BS pod? <laughs> and I haven't actually got a chance to congratulate him on Twitter yet, but his wife is pregnant too. Oh, man. Awesome. Congrats. The first one? Oh, man. You know, I feel like that I should know whether or not he's got kids. I know his partner, Sky, has like two, maybe. I'm not sure. She, I've just heard them referred to as the kids. But I think. <laughs> The moral of the story is, what's up, BS Pod? <laughs> right. We're just going down the list now, then. Yeah, maybe. I, I haven't heard the... We actually had our podcast list on our last podcast. Right. That will already be up by the time you hear this one. So, if you want to hear our favorite podcast, make sure you hear episode four. Or just a big, long list of podcasts. <laughs> right. <laughs> episode four, titled, Opening the Halls of Geekdom. Oh, is that where we're at now? We're not in the pod cave anymore, the geek cave? We're in the Hall of Geekdom? We are in the Hall of Geekdom. Okay. That came from your host, Marshall. Awesome. That was cool. I like, the name, <laughs> I like to take credit for the name of the podcast before the Hall of Geekdom, though. There's Totes Milady. I haven't listened to the newest episode. Wait, wait. Just go listen to episode four, opening the Hall of Geekdom, well, right, and get on this. There's a, a, a couple of podcast that I like to try to keep on our on our lips and on our minds that kind of sounded dirty. I didn't mean for it to sound dirty. Well then on that note, make sure you check out the Voice of Free Planet X by my good friend Jared Axelrod 
one of the first podcasts I ever discovered, and I still love it. He's a cool guy. And when you do, tell him always been on Geek Sitcha. He sounds like a porn actor. What? Axel Rod. <laughs> I mean, nothing. I'm not talking bad about the name, but it so sounds like a porn name. I thought it sounded more like a pulp hero, Axel Rod, from the 30s. And it's like. Only if it was dominant Axel Rod. Call me dumb. I saw, I saw a picture of his twin brother. Who, Ben Diesel? Yes. Were they twins? I don't think so. Because, <laughs> like, you're freaked out, so I'm just it trying was, to It was why. really weird. Here, let me see if I can find this real quick. Vin Diesel twin brother picture. Marshall do type it. <laughs> see why I was kind of speechless out? I mean, the, I mean... No, no hate. I mean, it wasn't what I was expecting. Let's put it like that. That's a little better of a picture. Yeah, that's way better. That's <laughs> <laughs> what made him look crazed, man. <laughs> And he does kind of look, they kind of look the same. They are. I dig it. Oh, but before we wrap this up, I will say the first role-playing game I ever ran was a White Wolf game. And it was for my friends Carrie, Karen, Ryan, and Aaron. It was a one-shot. And from what I remember, Carrie and Karen were playing humans with Numina, which meant they had side powers in White Wolf game speak. First edition, way back speak. <laughs> Ryan was a solid strider werewolf. Ugh. Aaron was a were tiger, of course, or a were lion. Something cracked out crazy, <laughs> of course. But it was it's my first time ever running a game, and I was really nervous. But apparently, they all really enjoyed it, so that gave me the confidence to eventually run a game for almost twenty years. <laughs> Well, which is a Marvel the game. The game has tried to die a couple of times. It has never tried to die. I wouldn't never let it die. It wouldn't happen. You keep forgetting. I actually enjoy running this game. He he keeps saying that like I was gonna let the game die. There was a like, couple times where you were like, I don't, I don't know, man. I think I think that's it, dude. Th- that that would be because they did something crazy in the game, and I was like, I don't know how to keep going after what y'all just did. That is crazy. <laughs> so, that's not on me. <laughs> but I always rose to the challenge and they're good PCs. But really, the founder members... We make our own damn games. You don't even have to do anything. T- typically, but there are times where I try to surprise y'all with like, what? That's right. You guess I gotta do what was coming. But in my heart, the founder members of the Marvel game... Marsh was the first PC, and then my best friend Ryan joined in like that night, and then and he came home from work. And said, what are y'all doing? Role playing? Role playing? What is that? Marvel? Marvel? This is Marvel role play? Yeah. And then, and then he said, "Who's running it?" Oh, Patty is. What? Stop! <laughs> he put on his work clothes. <laughs> hey, you change clothes. I'll be right, right back. <laughs> okay, make me a character. Let's go. And then our friend Christy, and those three people really. It's what got me into being what I think a good, at least hopefully a good GM. Because well, you're a good GM because, like you know, I offer to give you gas money to drive a couple hundred miles. And three, you know, I'm offering to pay for your food. And That's true. I put you up, and you must be a good storyteller, right? I mean, I'm. Or maybe I know, just a I know good I'm, friend. I know I'm easy, but I mean, come <laughs> on, you know, shit. Maybe a good friend that you enjoy hanging out with. Well, yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I feel like one of Marshall's girlfriends who's like, Uh-oh. who's like, 
Do you like me? Or do you just like fucking me? <laughs> do you like me, Marshall? Or just my role-playing skills? Would you still hang out with me even if I stopped role-playing? His face right now. We have the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had that conversation before, though. Yeah, we have. It, it wasn't from you saying it. It was me saying it. You know, I really, it's not like... I know the sound, this is weird, but, you know... I'm fucking with him, I know. We've been friends way too long. <laughs> that's not being friends now. We know way too much. The, the first time in a conversation that it's ever come out of your mouth, or do you like my role-playing skills, or are you just like fucking me? <laughs> or some shit, what? Whatever, no. whatever you just you, said. You could buy two of what you said, right? right. But still, it was unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> it threw me off. I, you should have seen his face. He was like, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> yeah, I was, my smart-ass responses were gone at the moment. It was just like, um, I got nothing. <laughs> Alright man, we've been podcasting for about an hour and five and I have to get ready to hop back on the road, so I have to wrap it up. So start wrapping it up. I have it. Toss off. Hit it. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like I actually wasn't sure if we could pull off an entire podcast session with no plans, no show notes. And I think it proves how far we've become as podcasters that we could keep going for an hour. Well, I mean, I have three notes on my list. I had no notes. And the, we, the, lo- the commentaries, which we talked about, the role-playing game, which we talked about, and the Lost episode. I didn't even know you had a list. I thought we were just... Mm-hmm. I wrote it down a minute ago. I said it looks like a kindergartner wrote that retarded shit. Oh, yeah, you, you did say that, yeah. But I think it proves this, because like, our first podcast, Marshall wasn't talking. I was talking well, more I was, I was about nervous. Ant-Man. I, I was nervous. Marshall didn't want to talk about Ant-Man. That's the hit episode. Well, that's the it was, secret it's a, episode. It's a two. It's a two part episode, kind of, because the first part is the Ant Man talk and the me trying to resist the Ant Man talk. But now he that never told me. But see, right? Okay, right. A, a good buddy of mine, uh, he works at the Stash, Mark Costello. He said that he thought it would be an awesome idea for us to start a podcast. But what he wants to hear personally, and he's just giving me advice. He wasn't trying to tell me anything. Was he wants to hear the stories? He wants to. You know, they'll be just like every other geek show to where you do commentaries and you talk about, well, I've seen the movie, you know, whatever. I don't want to hear you talk about it. I want to hear about you and stuff. So talk about what you love and stuff. So I had that in my mind and that's all I was thinking about. And then the first thing that you did was you're like, Ant-Man. And I was like, oh, we're doing a commentary on Ant-Man. You were like, yeah, why not? We're here. We've both seen it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. No problem. And the more it was like pulling teeth. It was like pulling teeth. I was like, I don't understand. Like, like the Mars deep down not like the Ant Man movie, which I thought was awesome. Right. But, yeah. But, but no, he was like, I don't want to pay. He just never told well, me. It was just you know. I, so the entire almost first hour of the podcast, well, I didn't want you to think teeth. about it. I, I didn't want to tell you about it so that you would keep that in your head and try to start redirecting and stuff. But it was just so, it was coincidentally, you went straight to the first thing that he suggested that we shouldn't just do right off the bat. <laughs> so, oh, right that being quick, said. Right quick, sorry. About Ant-Man. Because, <laughs> like, this is. Well, see, now that, this we is have a point. This, now that we have this lead up, it makes and they can listen to it and be like, yeah, I think that he didn't really want to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so now it can actually be actually that's true we can do the and, secret origin episode then, but my point is sorry in a previous podcast I may be off mic <coughs> we discussed 
with Marshall, the fact that I read somewhere that there were some people who thought Star Wars wouldn't do a billion dollars its opening weekend. I think we said that on mic. Okay, cool. Well, to prove this point further that those people are insane, Ant-Man has made $500 million worldwide. Ant-Man. And you're telling me Star Wars The Force Awakens won't do a billion dollars? Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's real geek rage right there. He, he had a look on his face. <laughs> he, he leaned into the fucking mic and pointed at it. I just can't believe... Anyway, I can't believe they think it won't do that big with a... What could be argued was a B-level character of Marvel just pulled in $500 million worldwide. Guardians of the Galaxy made a billion dollars. I mean, it did make a billion. It made about seven hundred million, but still, that just proves our point too. That anyway, Star Wars is breaking a billion. It's open the weekend, or it's all time run. I I would say, like once they pull that from theaters, it would be up in the billions with Avengers and what Titanic. I don't know that was. I didn't know dollars. Titanic had made a billion dollars. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I'm not sure. I'm just trying to name other. The ones that broke that mark. I'm not sure, man. Like, I see all the movies and stuff, but... Oh, man, I just... I can't read and listen to pods at the same time. That's good. I, I mean, I, mean, I, got, I got a shipment of comics on my way right now, and I still have no, I, most of this to read. I can actually see the stack he's pointing at. It is a stack of comics. Multiple <laughs> stacks, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a long box with DC Comics. New stuff from the past year or so. I haven't read none of it. Like, I have a year and a half of Batman. I mean, it's like 15 or 16 issues, 17 issues. But uh, I can get through that. I just need to be able to sit down and read it. Because I've heard about what's going on. You know, Jim Gordon uh, taking on the bat suit. Spoilers. Yeah. I think I'll go on it and put Stephanie's voice right here. If you still complain about spoilers past this point, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> He's pointing at nothing. <laughs> That's what it made me laugh. But all right, all right, all right. Anyway, I'm going to now hand it off to Marsh. He's going to take yeah, us out. No, but... I gotta go, man. The Ant-Man talk was just the first half. The second half was actually like an origin story, and it <laughs> shifted. It wasn't geek talk at all anymore. It was... And then we didn't finish the episode, which we can finish after we put that out. There's no point. There is a point. Why? Because you wanted to put a whatever on Twitter, a poll. Is Hickory Hill the ghetto? And you said it wasn't the ghetto when I lived there. But when I was living with you there is the only time. I've been in some rough areas. No. Uh-uh. Never, ever we've, have I seen we've somebody. Had, we've had this talk. Stephanie agreed with me. And she said, yeah, you're right. But when you were living with Pat at that apartment because it was not the ghetto. But, but when I moved back to Jackson. because she's seen the ghetto since then. Just because it's not as We've bad. had this talk recently. No. But look. I know. And I agree it wasn't as bad. This, this is the same argument we got into in the first hit no, of podcast. See, and you're... When I lived with you is the only time in my life have I ever seen on the 4th of July or New Year's someone come out on their porch with an Uzi and say, That never happened. It happened. It scared me. I that never out. happened. I freaked out. And I came in and told you that. You're like, I didn't hear shit. That never happened. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't co-signed that. That never happened. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I ain't co-signed it. doesn't mean it didn't happen. Man. No. Man. Uh-uh. I'm telling you. Nope. Anyway. Okay, so we're going to have to put that out now. I suppose but, so. But after we talked about it, that was the whole point of talking about it. Okay, did we leave anything out on Maxwell's... On Maxwell? Can we... I don't think so. What else can we say? 
I thought it was a good. It's something natural. It's a good lead in. It was kind of natural because we didn't have anything. We were just kind of bullshitting. So right. Maybe I can edit that into a whole commercial. I think so. That's why I did it. You know Emma, right? Uh, BD, BD, BD ass, BD Bass on Twitter. She gets to work back and forth on a bike. Someone stole her bike out from in front of her house. Maxwell started a, I'm not sure what it was, if it was GoFundMe or Kickstarter or something like that, to raise $500 for her to get a new bike. And I think on the latest Maxwell's house, he said they raised like almost $800. And she's got a new super badass, super pipped out bike. That was fucking awesome. And then Duncan Dave, and or Dave, sorry, Duncan Dave on Twitter, uh, him and Maxwell had like a, a bet or a contest to see who could have the most uh, followers. And he said, yeah, I felt pretty good about myself. I got like my 21, but then some, someone must have saw what Maxwell did and thought it was real cool, and they bought him Twitter followers. He's like, yeah, I got 21 new followers, man. He's like, I got 21,000 new followers. <laughs> He said they're all eggs. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but <laughs> I think we know who won that. It's pretty bad. Okay, sorry. He's a cool guy. It's like the one moral lesson for the Fest of the Furious pod family. Pod family? I don't remember him saying pod. He said. He said pod. <laughs> Which one? Dominic Toretto. He said pod family? He said, it's time to unleash the beast. Pod family. It took the car out. Did you miss that part? I don't remember him saying time to unleash the beast either. <laughs> that was my favorite part of Fast 7 when they have to steal that red car from the, not a sheep, but like the rich guy. From. I've seen the commercial. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the, that clip, how they did it and stuff. I'm like, it's time to unleash the beast. And he hits the gas. And he's like, oh, God. And then he picks up the car. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? And then, and I then, didn't buy it when Schwarzenegger did it in the 80s, and he was way bigger than you are. And then after... They toss the car out the building, spoilers, and then he goes, oh, Red Brian, you still miss those bullets? <laughs> I love you still miss those bullets? Yeah, don't watch the movie, but oh, okay. anyway, I love that oh, franchise. He, was, he, he missed the excitement, and he bitched about it, and now he's fucking yeah. stupid kid. You still miss those bullets, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. <coughs> Rest in peace, Paul Walker. Yeah, I was waiting for that, too. I love that franchise, but I gotta go, so Marsh, take us out. Every motherfucking time. <laughs> Every goddamn time. I'm looking out the window, man. That doesn't even make sense. No! <laughs> looking out the window. I'm purposefully delaying you to be an asshole. I'm sorry. Uh, this is another episode of Always Been on Geek. I am Marshall, a.k.a. different nicknames. Squishy Now Sync on Twitter. Holler at you next time. And this has been your co-host, Pat, a.k.a. The Graveyard Shade. And we out. Always bet on geek.